You have found the Run Around Iowa, the podcast that's dedicated to news and interviews with the athletes, coaches, and personalities who are making headlines in college cross country, track and field, road running, trail running, and triathlon in the state of Iowa. And now from the home office in Clive, here is your host, Lance Bergeson. My guest today has elevated Iowa Western Community College to national prominence in a very short time. His women's track and field team has won back-to-back indoor NJCAA national championships. In his first three seasons, he has coached 15 individual national champions and 42 All-Americans. He also was a star triple jumper and long jumper at Emporia State. Welcome to the podcast, Iowa Western coach, Doug Marshall. Hello, Doug. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. How's everything going? Uh, everything is just great with me. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the weather, wish the weather was a little warmer to get uh, our season going. I see you guys are at a meet this weekend. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll go, we'll go back to uh, Emporia State this weekend. So we're excited. We're definitely okay. excited. Not, uh, don't have to twist your arm too much to go back to your alma mater. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> As it, uh, uh, are you still kind of uh, on cloud nine from the indoor uh, championship or have you kind of moved on as, the, as, as, as a program here? Uh, <laughs> uh, preparation? It, it, it's been, it's, it's definitely been good, but I, I think once we, uh, once we got back home and we, we got settled back in, once we hit, we, we hit Monday running. Um, and so we were, we were back in trying to get focused focus for outdoor season so that's that's kind of where the focus is now we're, we've moved past uh indoor nationals it was exciting but now we're uh we, we have our sights set on on the outdoor season well you've cracked the indoor uh nut so to speak uh winning back to back with the women's championships and now the outdoor is is, is the, i'm sure the one that you really uh, want to get uh your women's team was was fourth uh last year uh, and your men um, didn't win a trophy. I'm sure that's a, a big motivator to uh, to cash in on the outdoor level. Oh yeah, most definitely. I I think that's where that's where we uh, that's what we're focused on right now is is moving all yeah. of the momentum that we had know. indoors um, and moving that into continuing to ride that wave in the outdoor season uh, and and hopefully ride it all the way through uh, outdoor season right now, but. It was uh, it definitely left a bad taste in our mouth at the end of last year, and so we uh, we're, we're really focused on this, on this outdoor season. What kind of uh, what kind of happened last year? Because you had uh, you had Faith Linga, you had uh, her leading the way in the distance events. Um, what uh, what uh, happened that you weren't able to to win to win a trophy last year on the women's side outdoors? Uh, we we got hit we got hit with a little bit of an injury bug. Um, at mm. the at the outdoor championships and and so we okay. lost some 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 pieces that um, that we really needed. Nakisha Price, she she wow. obviously went down in, in the prelims of the two hundred, and so that was a big piece. Um, yeah. We we lost a couple of sprinters as well, and so um, through throughout that final day, I think it was just kind of piecing everything together. We had. Um, two women on a four by one that had never run it all year and they had never practiced handoffs. And so um, <laughs> we were just happy. We, I think we were really happy to see the baton just get around 
the uh the track at that point but um yeah it was it was it was definitely a uh it was it was definitely a rough a rough end to the outdoor season um mm-hmm. i was happy i was happy with with the way that everybody just kind of came back together you know the the first day was a rough day for us and so to see how everybody bounced back on the on the final day um, and we did everything that we could do. So I, I was happy with that part, but we, we definitely want it. We definitely want it more. Well, it looks like you're in great shape uh, going into outdoors. Um, coming off that indoor championship, when I previewed uh, NJCA Nationals, I thought it was going to come down to you and New Mexico. And I I, I did not see a 62-point gap there. <laughs> not quite that big. Uh, you had to be even surprised. I mean, you won seven national uh championship events it was it was really a route um very surprising yes sir no it 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 was a uh it was it was a little bit of a shock um i i I spoke to coach blackwell from new mexico at the beginning of the meet and i think we both we both just kind of said like man this is gonna be a dog fight like this is gonna be um a fun meet and so uh, our, our athletes, like, they did an amazing job. I think one of the things that we really talked about was um, limited in our own mistakes, not really worrying about everybody else and what everybody else is doing and things like that, but just kind of focusing on how we can execute and, you know, compete at the highest level. And so uh, we challenged everybody not to really look at numbers, um, but to just uh, just go out and compete. And, and I think that they did – they did an amazing job at, at, at just kind of meeting that challenge and shoot, they took it to the next level. And so I was definitely, uh, it was, it was, uh, it was fun to be a part of and just kind of watching them just lock in and, and never, never, uh, never really slow down in that meet. And I never get complacent either. Um, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. You even won the last of it, the four by four. So, uh, and that was Nikisha Price. We, we, we talked about her. She was healthy. She won the in the four hundred individual and then uh, ran uh, with that relay that, that ended up uh, uh, winning again. And you went one two in the high jump, and then uh, and then of course uh, Hilda Jabet ends up scoring thirty eight points on her own, <laughs> um, leading what a one three in the five thousand with Mercy B Watt, and then a one two in the in the three thousand and. And and uh, and even won your event, the triple jump, right? <laughs> yes, you got to win that one, right? So you got to win that one. Yeah, so uh, Victory George, I love that name. Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> that worked out perfectly for her. Uh, winning the triple jump, so uh, all the way around, you know, you had balance everywhere: sprints, distance, mm-hmm. field events. Uh, that's the way you're gonna score 160 points is that is that an NBA <laughs> record is that the most Smith scored or I don't know I don't think it is but I don't know yeah. I, I couldn't I I wouldn't quote myself because I I haven't gone in and looked at anything or anything like that um so I I'm I'm not 100% sure but um it might be it, a margin of victory maybe uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know yeah I don't I, I haven't even I haven't looked at it in a while I know it's it's normally been a pretty, you know, at least for the past few years, it has, uh, it's been pretty close. And so it was, it was definitely special to be a part of this, this, this entire group is a, it's a really special group of, uh, young yeah. like men and women. Um, and I, I, it's, it's 
it's fun to, to go to work and, and get to work with these kids and, and these athletes and, and kind of change their lives every day. Yeah. Um, I, uh, of course you're the, you're the third, uh, uh, Iowa, uh, NJCAA coach that I've, that I've interviewed or had on this podcast. I had Brent Ewing on my blog a, a couple years ago, wrote about his mm-hmm. background. And then, then I had D Brown on, uh, tail end of last year um talking about that so so now uh now i've got you on the on the program here um it really sets you up for nationals when you can get through the region 11 because it is uh i think by far the toughest region um in the country Mm -hmm. um to get through and so when you get when you have success there it really sets you up for nationals doesn't it oh yeah most definitely i i think that uh like where our region has grown, how much it's grown um, in, you know, the past four or five years, uh, I think it's, it's amazing. Uh, just the competitiveness from top, from top to bottom. And looking at this year's like results, like even after the meet, going back in and looking at this year's results and rankings and going into the national meet, like it's, it's, it's definitely a tough meet, um, especially when you have, um, three teams in the in the top five, and I think we had maybe maybe five teams in the top ten or somewhere in there. And so, like, just just going into that meet and and making sure that our athletes understand that like this is is equally as important as the next one. And so we have to focus on regionals before we can move on and get to nationals and and, and just keeping them locked in because. Um, like any anything can happen. Anything can happen when you get to the region meet, and it, it's a really competitive meet, and, and everybody's trying to to come in and, and accomplish the same goals. And so, um, so I, I think it's very very fun to be a part of. I think what all of the coaches in our region have have done, um, you know, Iowa Central has been it's been a powerhouse. You know, from yeah. shoot since I since I can remember when I was in high school as well. And so, um, you know, being a, being a part of that and Indian Hills, like the way that Brent has grown that program and, and the things that he's done, I think that's amazing what, what he's done over there. And so just, just being, a, being able to compete against all of these programs in our region, like it makes things tough. Um, the competitiveness is, is it's really fun. Uh, I like talking to the, to the other athletes on other teams as well because like, it's just fun to see especially all of the athletes in our region just just compete and and do well um across the board and so i i think that it's it's definitely one of the one of the most competitive regions um in the nation and and to get through that meet like that's a it, it it's definitely a challenge but it's an accomplishment as well well you really uh you've really shaken the tree there because for like you said years i mean uh iowa central was the was the giant oak uh, in this region, they were the they were the team to beat to knock off. And now, with those two indoor national championships, you've really signaled that uh, you might be the big player on the block now uh, in the region eleven. Um, and that's got a sting, certainly for D for D, um, because you know uh, he's he's got quite a quite a resume and and to uh, not be uh, number one uh, with the women's program. Uh, gotta gotta be a little painful for him yeah yeah i i i think it i think it's good for everybody um more than anything i think it's it's good across the board because 
um, when when that when the competitiveness continues to go up, everybody continues to work hard. You know, you you don't get a you don't get a day off. Um, you don't get a chance to miss a phone call, or recruiting phone call, or, and you, you kind of start taking the extra effort um, to continue to to keep your 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 program at a high level. And so, uh, I don't think I don't think that it, it's it's necessarily taking a step back or anything like that. Um, you know, their program and what Iowa Central has done and, and continues to do, I think, is amazing. Uh, what D has done and and continues to do is. I think it's it's amazing for the for the state of Iowa and and you know what I mean and and then you get um you know the the other programs and, and things that that continue to 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 push along and and push the limits and so um I think that that's now what what's starting to happen especially in our region um is anything like like I said anything can happen any anybody can win at any given time and so I think that that makes it fun um for the entire region um and, and it makes it, it makes it makes our job as coaches um you know it, it makes it a really really important and, and it puts a lot of it puts a lot of pressure on us to to make sure that we can bring in the right athletes and and they they're part of the culture that we've built um for our programs and things like that but um you know it it, it has been fun i i do I do look at, you know, the, the way everybody, I mean, in, in every division kind of puts their teams together. And I think that um, one of the things that they, they've they been successful with that is building a full team and, and, and building a complete team. And so, um, you know, that that's that's one of the components of, of, you know, a lot of what we do here as well. Um, we do a lot of things different as well, you know, obviously with, with you know, two personalities and, and different different programs and things like that. But, um, you know, when you look from from top to bottom, and you know the way that the way that championships have, have been won on every level, I think it's just it, it's it's spread out. It's not one particular group um, that that shines or, or whatever. Like you, you have to you have to have it on on every level um, when you talk about event groups and things like that. And so um, it, it's been fun. It's been fun competing. Um, it's been fun being able to you know what I mean push the limits and and bring in really great athletes into our program to help us, you know, kind of, like you said, kind of shake up things in, within the region and, um, you know, kind of, kind of bring us to the, to the point that we're at right now. So it's, it's definitely a, a good process. And, and the Tritons did win um, cross country in the fall. So they, yes, so, sir. Yeah. So they, uh, they did get you there uh, and yes, sir. In the fall really had a good meet there. And, um, and like D said, um, I think it was on the podcast, the interview with him, he says, you know, we, it's very competitive, but you know, if, if I can't win the national championship, I want somebody else from, from Iowa to win it. Uh, was, of course. What he said. So, uh, so it is a, a really good, uh, relationship between the programs and the coaches. Of course. No, most, most yeah. definitely. Uh, and I, I think I share, I share that same sentiment. I mean, I don't think Alabama would want Texas winning the the championship yeah. out of the Big Twelve every year. I think they'd rather, you know, see someone within the SEC win, and and it's the same thing with us. Like it, it's the same thing. I, if it's not us, then I I want to see I want to see everybody succeed within our region and, and continue to grow because I think at the end of the day, it's all about the kids um, that that come and help our programs and and help our programs win, and and so. 
I try to make sure that our our athletes understand that, like, hey, we're we're just trying as coaches, we're putting you in the best position. You know, we're we're gonna do everything that we can, but you, you guys are the ones that win and and go out and compete and and put in the work. And so, it, it's the same thing. Like, I want to see I want to see every program, um, you know, especially within our region, succeed. <laughs> And you've done it in a short time, um, kind of built up. I think the women got uh, in your first season got 15th nationally, and you've just kind of, kind of improved every year. And now in, in the you know third and fourth years, you won national championships. It's been really quick for you. Um, did you envision uh, having success this quickly? Uh, well, I, I kind of made a goal for myself. Um, you know, when I took the job and and I took over uh, the program, I kind of, I mean, my goal was, was year three. I wanted, I wanted things to kind of start turning. Um, I I felt like we needed to set the culture and we needed to, 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 to set my culture um, as a, as a head coach uh, within those first two years and, and start getting some momentum. And so um, my biggest thing with everything was progression. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to start off 15th and then, um, you know, we, we get fifth the next year and then we get 10th the year after that. Like I want to keep progressing and keep getting better. Um, and I really pushed our staff to, to, to do the same. And they had the same mindset, like just keep improving. Um, don't really worry about where we're at right now. Like, like let's continue to get better for, for the following year and, and continue to get better. And so, um, I think that that's what, that's what happened. And, and, you know, things continue to grow. I think the culture, um and the program started to change um that the, the athletes bought in um and, and and so like things just started to turn and so it, it did it, it did happen um you know it, it was a quick it was a quick turnaround but uh, I wanted to make sure that like we're not gonna be good fast and then we're fading away um I want this to be sustainable and so um, in doing so, like let's 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 continue to build this thing and, and continue to get better. And so we've been we've definitely been blessed. Uh, you know, I, I've been blessed because my staff is amazing, and and they do they do a great job at going out and and making sure that our kids on campus are taken care of, um, and you know that that we're bringing in the right athletes each and every year, and and continuing to. To, to set that culture and, and make sure everybody's good. So it's been, it's been fun. It's, it's definitely been a blessing to be a part of, um, but it, it has been a lot of hard work. It's definitely been <laughs> a ton of hard work and I, I won't, I won't sugarcoat that part of it. So, um, but it, it's been, it's been a blessing. Well, let's talk, uh, let's talk about your staff here. I know you got Mark Beerbaum as your, as, as your distance coach. Um, who else do you have on your on your track and field um, staff that um, that you want to mention that have worked so hard to to get you to the top of the NJCAA? Yeah, yeah so um, so so I, I do have Coach Gribbon. He 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 runs. He controls all of our distance, um, the distance side of things. Um, I have Coach Rodell, Mikael Rodell. So he was actually an ESU alum as well. Um, he threw for Emporia State, and so um, when I got in, I needed to hire a throws coach. Uh, reached out to him, and uh, you know he amazing job at changing our our, our, our you know turning our pro throws program around. Um, and I have Coach Amos. So Coach Amos is 
he's a young he's a young guy he's a he, he's kind of my firecracker he's uh he, he, he brings a lot of he brings a lot of energy to the team um and so uh, i think he's done an amazing job especially at coming in um so young building those those good relationships with our athletes um he had i think he had three guys in the finals at a 60 meter hurdles this year um last year he had three men in the finals at a 60 meter hurdles uh outdoors um he had two women in the in the finals at a 60 meter hurdles indoors this past year and so um just just i mean what he's done he's a he's a technician like he's a he's he's uh he's really he's really into just continuing to improve our athletes develop um uh, like he's done a really amazing job but he's 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 my he's, he's the energetic one um and then coach williams she's the mom of the team she's she's amazing um okay. that's 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 probably my that, that's that's my my number two I, I really lean on her for a lot of things um that's our associate head coach um yeah. but she she's been here the longest and so she's been she's been at iowa weston the longest um and so i think that all of the success that we've had um you know i think it's been amazing for her because she's been through so much um while she's been here and and you know what i mean she's been through the entire growth of the program and so um i think it, it was it was it was especially fun just watching um and and seeing her be a part of you know what i mean it's just these championship years because of the, the amount of time that she's been here but she does an amazing job she's she's uh she she's a true leader um uh, she she's really really great with our athletes um like i said she she's kind of she's kind of like the mom of the team um yeah. and and but she will hold you accountable in a heartbeat and so i, I think that she does a really good job at she's a she's a great mix of everything um and so it's it's a it's a really great staff um as a whole uh every everybody does a, a really great job i i really push them to run their side or run their event group um like they're a head coach because at one at some point um they're gonna want to spread their ring wings and, and, and continue to leave but um i think that one big part of what the success that we've had is this, is the sustainability um everybody's been here except for coach amos coach amos just got here last year we hired him last year but um you know what i mean as far as the other three they've been here all four years and mm, so okay. um it, it's it's definitely it's especially important um when we're just tied um, to have, you know, you know, these, these, uh, these coaches that are here, um, and they're helping set that culture and they're helping, you know what I mean? Set, set, set the, set the program, um, because they've been here and, and they know my vision and my, what, what, what my expectations are, um, as far as the program. And so they, uh, they, they, they pushing that onto the athletes and, and making sure that that's set, that's set in stone. So. It's it's a it's a good staff. It's a fun staff to be a part of. We 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 do a lot of joking and laughing and things like that. I it's 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 real fun to be a part of. Did they all come in with you, or was there a, an assistant who was on the uh, on the coaching staff before you that that you retained? Yeah. So um, so I when I got here, um, we didn't have anybody. Um, we didn't have okay. anybody on the staff um, okay. except for Coach Williams. Coach Williams at, at all here. She she was retained um, by me as our sprints coach, um, and then uh, from there uh, we moved on. Um, I, I hired Coach Beerbaum as our distance coach. Um, I think about a month later, a month and a half later, 
I hired Coach Rodell as our throws coach. Um, and then last year we added an assistant coach um, in, in Coach Amos, and he coaches all of our hurdles. Um, and and so it's been it, it's been a it's been a really good you know just just spread as far as groups are concerned. Other than other than uh, Coach Riddell, who, uh, the the other three, uh, where do they compete at uh, in college? Then where what's their backgrounds? Yeah, Just so, um, so so Coach Coach Beerbaum, he he went to Dana College. He compete he competed at Dana College. Um, I, I believe, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, right, right there in in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, and then Coach Williams, Coach Williams is she's she's the super. She uh she competed at I always like to give her a hard time but uh, she she competed at the University of Iowa um, okay. she she's uh she's a part I believe a part of their their Ring of Honor they're amazing athlete um for them okay. and then Coach Amos right. uh he competed at Tennessee State um TSU uh there in okay. in right there in Nashville and so he was a he was a all conference hurdler for them um really 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 good athlete for uh tennessee state so um so yeah they they all uh they every i think everybody yeah everybody competed collegiately at a at a pretty high level yes sir yeah sounds like yeah it sounds like you kind of have to 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 break into the coaching ranks and it sounds like you might be losing some assistance here in the next few years uh, with, with success. That's the, that's the double-edged sword of it. You know, you, it is. you know, your assistants uh, want to uh, lead their own programs, but uh, sounds like you got some deserving um, assistance that uh, could be doing that in the, in the very near future. Oh yeah. Mo- most definitely. I think, I think all of them, you know what I mean? Deserve, deserve that opportunity. Um, I, I, I tell them from day one when I hire them that, you know, I understand the way that uh, junior college works. And I understand that, you know, you, you come in, you're successful, um, and you do get you get a lot of offers and you get a lot of job offers, you know what I mean? And, and so uh, every year, I, 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 to be completely honest, uh, when, once we hit May, I'm on, you know, I'm on pins and needles. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mm. wondering, like, all right, who's going, who's going, who's going to be the first one to walk through the, through the door and, and say, oh, <laughs> I got an interview or whatever's going on. And so, um, but it, it definitely comes with the territory. Um, and, and I think that uh, all of them have, have done an amazing job of putting them in, and putting themselves in position um, to be able to, you know, go on and, and lead a, another program and, and be a part of another program and be successful at another program. Um, and so I think that uh, they, they've all done a great job at, at doing that and, and continuing to push our kids. But I don't think that that's why they do it. Um, I think that I, I, I know for a fact that, you know, that they, they don't coach hard to try to find another job. Um, I know that they're they're all locked in on on us, our athletes, um, our program, and anything else, anything that comes along is icing on the cake. And so I think that that's what I really, I really love about all of them um, is because they embrace our our athletes before anything else. And so um, I think that that's that's the biggest thing that has put that that's why they shine so bright. Um, is because of that, and and our athletes they buy into it, they feed into it, and and they do a really great job at at at, uh, at working hard and, and putting out a great product for 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 their coaches and 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 the hard work that their coaches do. So, 
they uh they do a great job. I, I can't I, I I never I never really look at myself like I really look at everybody around me and, and the and the job that they do. Uh, and and I think that that's where the success comes from is is the job that they've really done, uh, and, and and coaching our athletes and, and making them better. Um, and of course, a big part of their job is recruiting. Um, you have turnover year after year, um, as high as any you know program <laughs> in college track and field. Uh, that became pretty apparent to me. Uh, uh, talking to D Brown, uh, mm -hmm. the challenge that you have of, of, you know, athletes showing up on campus and then leaving a month later, uh, <laughs> there, there is a lot of turnover there. Um, that's gotta be the biggest challenge of your job. I'll, I'll ask the same question that I did, uh, of D as, a, as, as you as well. Yes, sir. Uh, the challenge challenge of, of recruiting. Oh yeah, it's 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 definitely a challenge, and I think uh, at the junior college level, it's it's definitely more a little bit more of a challenge because um, you do have these really big programs, and and you know where I mean we brought in probably a hundred something kids in the uh, in the fall, and so then you have to balance and make sure you know everybody's getting getting the love that they need, and and everybody's getting the attention that they need, and. Um, you know, it, it gets, it, it does get really tough throughout that process. And so, um, I mean, it, 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 there's challenges that come with, with, with every, every part of it, but I think the biggest, I think for me personally, the biggest challenge that I have is we get all these kids and we get them for two years and we love them and we embrace them. And, you know what I mean? We learn so much about them. We, we build these really great relationships with these athletes. Um, we make them better. We, we make them better in the classroom. We make them better on yep. the track. But as men and women, sending them sending them out of the door, like we, we want them to be better men and women because whatever program that they go to next or whatever school that they go to next, that, you know, we want to make sure that they're in position and, and ready for life. And so um, I think that the biggest challenge that I have is, you know, cutting the string. Like we, we have to cut this mm -hmm. cord and send them somewhere else after two years. And then, you know, it, it's like, okay, well, they're gone. And now I have this whole new group of kids that I get for two years and I have to build this great relationship with, with these kids. And, and so it gets a little emotional, you know, it gets, it, it, it gets sad. I, I, sometimes I look around practice and I'm like, man, I'm really going to miss Aaliyah McNeil. I'm really going to miss Hilda. I'm really going to miss Faith. And, and so like, you look at, yeah. you look at, you look around, and you have all these really, really great kids that you spend all this time with over these next two years, and um, and then you you know you have to you have to let them go, and so um, that's the part that I really I have a hard time with, um, and, and I struggle with because it's uh it, it's tough, you know you, you these kids but they 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 become embedded within you know our own families as coaches. My kids love our our athletes like they they love them. And then they look up and they're like, okay, well, you know, where, where is this kid or where, and they don't, they don't really understand how junior college works. Like these kids are gone after two years. And so it's, it's, uh, it's tough to, you know, let these kids go after you watch them grow um, sure. and, and mature over these, these two years. But, um, but the recruiting process is, it, I, I think that that's the toughest part of it. You, you build these relationships, yeah. um, you know, a year, two years out from, from uh, when a lot of these kids graduate high school and then 
you get them for two years here, and then you know you, you got to cut them and let them go. It, it, it's uh, it's that's the toughest process. Um, part of the process for me um, is so it's you know, not just, uh, so it's not trying to recruit and trying to figure out okay who would be a good fit for your program, um, <laughs> who would be. Yeah, who yeah, who 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 fits best? Who didn't uh, who didn't qualify at the at the NCAA Division One level? <laughs> you, know, you got to look at all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so that, yeah. I mean, I, you you definitely you definitely you definitely go through that, and you know you go through that entire process. I think I think a lot of the conversation uh, in that process and making sure that you know these kids are going to come in and fit fit well, you know, within the program. Um, the, those things happen, but I think the the biggest thing, like for me, is as far as track and field is. I mean, we have so many different personalities. Um, <laughs> just making sure that you know what what your personality is is gonna mesh with, with with us as a program and what we're trying to do. And so we, I mean, I, I think at the through the process, what we really do a great job at is making sure that when we're recruiting somebody, I'm letting them know our expectations and I'm letting them know what, what we expect, you know, as a program out of them. And, and even when, when, when we're talking to coaches um, and things like that, like, Hey, like these are our expectations. These are what we require of our athletes and things like that. Are these kids going to fit? Like, are, are these kids going to, you know what I mean? Match up with us as, as well. And so, um, I, I think that that, that, you know, that, that's, that process is tough. Um, but I think, I mean, the, the, the tough part is, is for me, like I said, is just cutting that cord, man. After, yeah. after, definitely after we get, after we get them here, but we, we, we do, you know, I mean, we do do a lot of work. Uh, we put a lot of work into the recruitment process and, and making sure that, you know, the athletes that we're bringing in are going to fit, but we also understand that, you know, on the other side of it, we have to make sure that, you know, we're bringing their personality into, into our culture. And so um, there's a give take on, on both sides of, of things that, that we have to, uh, we, 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 we definitely uh, look at. Well, you're, 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 you're much more than a coach. I mean, you're also a father figure or a mother figure uh, to these kids who are many times, you know, miles and miles away from home, you know, they're, and they're from a different region of the U.S. or even a, a different country, mm -hmm. uh, and then they, they come here, and you're also a mentor. You're you're you're, and you're kind of an academic advisor too, making sure that they're getting <laughs> their you know academic work done as well. So you're you're putting on a lot of different hats here. Oh yeah, most definitely. I, I think that there's um, that we wear as coaches, um, especially at this level. Like we, I mean, like you yes. said we're we're a mentor we're you know coach we're mom and dad we are psychologists uh, <laughs> when we need to yeah, be um, we're maintenance when we have to be and and so it's it's definitely a full-time job um uh, across you know across the board and there's there's a lot of hats that we all wear um and there's a lot of stress that that goes with it as well but um i i did, that we 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 do a great job at making sure that you know we 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 handle the stress and we 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 take it in stride but we have to make sure see at the end of the day we we have to make sure that our athletes are are, are good and they're in position and, and we have to take care of ourselves second a lot of times you know in, in doing so um but uh I, I 
think that, you know, it is a, it is a full-time job. You do wear a lot of hats and then you have to take all of those hats off and you have to go home to your own family. And, you know, you have to be that father figure and that role model in your own house. And so um, I think that a lot of our kids are blessed because they get to see it on both sides. They get to see us interact with our athletes and, and how we treat them and, you know what I mean? And, and the things that we do um, in that world. And then, you know, we also get a chance to come home and interact with our own kids and our own families and, um, you know, and, and be that same figure uh, at, at home as well. And so, uh, it, it's it's a uh, it's a job that I'm I'm definitely I, I thank God for every day because yeah. it's a blessing to be in this profession um, and be able to do the things that we do because I honestly couldn't count the amount of student athletes that have graduated from the JUCO at you know the 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 JUCO uh, level that that I've you know been a part of or I've been a part of their lives and so I think that's a great thing because there's so many of you know of these athletes out there and so um just as coaches i think that we're blessed to have this uh have this role sure um uh and um well i guess when we're we're, we're talking about recruiting um it's a lot easier if you're at south plains or new mexico to get kids <laughs> because it's you know warm weather state yeah. How do you get kids to come to Council Bluffs, Iowa? How do you convince them to go to a cold weather uh, state, especially like the sprinters, uh, long jumpers? It's got to be tougher for you. Uh, I think I think from the from the very beginning, I think that it starts with building that relationship with these athletes. Um, mm, I think yeah. that building a genuine relationship with them is is especially important. Uh, in the recruitment process, because if I'm asking you to leave Texas and come to Iowa, <laughs> uh, <laughs> being from yeah. Texas, like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. And, and I left Texas and went to Kansas. And so, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a culture shock, but I think that from, from the recruitment, from the recruitment side of it, building, you know, these genuine relationships with these kids and these athletes and these coaches and, you know, these families and parents and, and all the way across the board, um, and making sure that everybody's comfortable with the with the decision, um, I, I think that that's where that's where it all starts in the recruitment process. Um, you know, we've been blessed here at Iowa Western um, with the facilities that we have. We have a wellness center that you know we have an eighty yard field, eighty yard uh, turf field that we do all of our training in inside mm-hmm. indoors, and so nice. we. We uh we've been blessed with 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 those things the bells and the whistles and and uh weight room and you know having the things that we need to make sure that we're successful as a program and when it does get cold um you know we're we're not we're not you know scratching or trying to find a spot um to practice and things like that or having to force kids to go outside um you know it's it's a blessing to be able to go in inside and be able to practice indoors and reduce injuries and things like that and be on a, you know, on the turf field throughout the indoor season. Um, and so, um, you know, those are, those are the things that we've definitely been, been blessed with that, that also aid in recruitment um, and, and help trying to convince kids to, to come, yep. come to Iowa Western from, from Jamaica and <laughs> come to Iowa Western from Florida and, and Texas and, you know, a lot of these warm weather States. And so, um, you know, you get, you get the, you get the right kids to come in and they buy into the program. And then, you know, I think on the, on the, on the back end, the success that we've had, um, I think that that, that definitely speaks for itself. 
Um, and, and that definitely helps in recruitment as well. And so, uh, so, I mean, we use, we use, we use everything that we can, but I think that the biggest thing that we, we really have some, um, some, some coaches that, that do a really great job of building relationships um, with, with everybody throughout the recruitment process. Um, and I think that that's, that's what goes the longest uh, way when it comes to, you know, convincing people that Iowa Western is going to be the best place for you. Um, and, you know, this is why you should come this route. And so when they, when they buy into the coach, um, they can buy into the program and the school and, and everything. And, you know, things just kind of fall into place in the recruitment process. Yeah. Um, well, you can't be winning, winning national championships without great support from your administration. It wasn't mm-hmm. too many years ago that Iowa West wasn't much of a player uh, in sports uh, uh, on the national scene, but now um, you, you're a, your community college is really good in uh, pretty much every sport now. So um, mm-hmm. that has to be a big factor too. In the, oh the yeah, history. most definitely. Um, shoot, Jeremy Capo, he's the guy that, that's the guy that hired me. Um, that's the guy that I, I talked to from, you know what I mean, from day one. And so it was definitely a blessing and I, I always, I always give big credit to him because um, he he's the one that, that definitely saw and trusted in my vision within the program. Um, when I got here, that was our athletic director when I got here. And uh, he and, and Dr. Kenny 1.0, I always call him, he's the first Dr. <laughs> Kenny. Um, you know, they, they both, they both trusted my vision for the program and, and things like that. And so um, they bought in and, and, you know, from, from there, our, our administration has been amazing um dr kenny 2.0 he's he's come in and he's he's really energized our entire campus um he's done an amazing job at supporting our program um and you know what i mean just just being there and things like that um shane larson um he's come in in the past year and he's he's brought you know a, a ton of energy and a ton of support um from the athletic side of things as our director of athletics and you know what i mean so it's 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 uh it's been amazing to get you know so much support and and to have the support of, of our administration um to 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 have them you know kind of have our back with with everything and and so it's it's fun it's it's fun to to go to work and you know have have an administration that that'll really um you know put in a, a lot of work for you and support you as a program and and they've done it across the board it's not just us or it's not just basketball or it's not just football you know it's 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 been like that across the board um you know with with with, with uh coach williams coach alicia williams winning a national championship and and or going back to back in volleyball um coach coach brown winning his his first national championship in in soccer this year here and so um, you know, and Coach Stroh doing his thing, and, and I think they were runner-ups in, in football. And so it makes a good environment on campus for all our student-athletes because, you know, you, you can go to a football game and you'll get to see Division One guys on the field, um, you know, playing, playing in this game, and, and you see them walking through campus. And it's like that across every sport. Um, basketball um, did an amazing job. So it's, it's, fun. it's fun to be on campus, and it's a, it's, it's a fun environment. Um, to be a part of here on campus when everybody's um, successful and everybody's, you know, getting a, getting a piece of the pie. Is that something you, uh, you, you encourage when you're recruiting? Um, if, uh, if 
a student wants to uh, compete in a couple sports besides, you know, track and field and, and something else, um, that's something you, you uh, encourage to play multiple sports there? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I think, I think it's important, especially if you can help both programs uh, and, and, be, and be impactful in both programs. I think that that's really important. Uh, our coaches and our coaches here on campus do a really great job at communicating with, the, with, with us and we communicate with them as well and, and let them know like, hey, um, you know, that this kid reached out about joining track. You know, is this going to be possible or, you know, what's the schedule look like for, for this? And so um, we had Michael Manning this year. He was he, he was a 60 meter um, national qualifier for us, um, but he also he's a slot receiver for us on the on the football team. And so um, communicating with Coach Stroh and, and you know, like, hey, coach, you know, we, we've got regionals coming up this week uh you know can we can we lighten up on micah's weight room or whatever the case is and so and them yeah. being understanding and understanding you know where we're at in the season and you know where they're at and things like that and so i think it's just a it's a lot of communication i think that you know having those relationships with within the coaching staff on campus um and you know being able to to, to step into somebody's office and and talk to them about somebody that might be impactful our for, for our program um, and and maybe help our program and making sure that that's okay with them and 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 them joining and so um, yeah we 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 never really have too many problems we don't have any issues with with our athletes um, dual sport and we just try to make sure that you know from from a time aspect that they're getting everything done and that they're able to balance everything within both sports and um, make sure that their academics are staying on track as well so okay. Uh, going back to recruiting, um, you, you've you've had a great pipeline here to Kenya now with uh, with Hilda Chabad, Mercy B. Watt, and then before them, uh, Faith Linga, who's now at Toledo. Uh, how did that pipeline uh, start there? How did how did you get uh, connected there? Yeah, so Coach Coach Birbaum has done a really great job um at, at using all of his connections the connections that he has um everywhere within the ncaa um as well as overseas um and, and so um he he built he built some great connections in africa um and then he built some great connections within the ncaa um that have that have really helped us you know what i mean push the distance side of things yeah. um, bring some athletes in um and then you know just kind of have eyes because I think it's important that, you know, especially at, at the track and field level that um, and, and when you're when you're recru recruiting internationally, that you make sure that, you know, that, that everybody's legit and everybody's time to legit and things like that. Yeah. And so yeah. um, to, to build those relationships and have those trips to the trust um, and the people that you're building those relationships with, I think he's done a really great job at. Um, making sure that, you know, everybody's everybody's trustworthy that, that we're bringing in the right athletes. Um, you know, and, and that they're going to come in and they're, they're going to be able to do well on both sides, academically and athletically. Um, and, and so uh, I, I think that, that, that the biggest thing in that recruitment process and building that pipeline has just been um, building those relationships and, and keeping those relationships and keeping that trust um, with, with, with everybody that's, that's been involved. And so I think that we've, uh, he, he's done a really great job and, and everybody's done a really great job of just making sure that that line of communication is, 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 is built on trust. And, and so I think that that's where, that's where that, you know, that pipeline is really, yeah. um, it has been beneficial for us. 
seems like you really kind of have to recruit uh, now that uh, Kenya, Ethiopia, uh, for the distance events now to, you know, to be successful, especially in oh, cross country. Yeah. It seems like that's uh, the way you got to go to, uh, to contend for uh, uh, cross country championships now. Um, so, uh, Faith Linga seems like she had a pretty good uh, uh, indoor season at Toledo for mm-hmm. he's running former Iowa State coach Andrea Grove McDonough there um, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about her season um, were you following it closely I, I imagine oh yeah oh yeah I love I love watching our, <laughs> I love watching our, uh, what our alumni do every week uh, I think as a staff I think everybody's kind of on their phones on the on the weekend trying to watch me and mm. and kind of see how everybody's doing but yeah Faith had an amazing season and I didn't I didn't expect anything less from her. Um, she 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 really came out. I think that um, earlier in the year she she was kind of transitioning and, and getting used to the training and things like that. But um, I think that once once she got in the system and once she got used to everything, um, she started to flourish and she she continued to get better and and continued to uh, to run faster throughout the year. And so um all the way through you know that through through that through that uh through their conference meet which i think we had i think three kids at that conference meet that went to uh Iowa Western and so uh it was it was it was definitely fun to watch everybody but it was definitely fun to watch you know just just how she progressed throughout the season moving up a level and you know that the competitiveness was is a it, it's a little bit higher or it's a lot higher <laughs> you know what i mean at at, at that level right. and so um, just to watch her embrace that and 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 continue to push herself um, and, and keep getting better each week, uh, I, I think that that was fun to watch throughout this indoor season. Yeah, she was fourth in the five thousand at the MAC indoors, um, mm-hmm. running very good time, sixteen thirty nine. So um, yeah, that's that's yeah, fast. That's, that's that's moving for her. So it was it was good. That was that was a fun. That was fun to watch. But is there um, an Iowan? Um, uh, who has come through your program, who's been a success story, who's gone on to like a four-year college and has done really well that might be off my radar. Is there someone that you'd like to mention there? Uh, so, so I think the, the one that comes to mind, you know, just, just off of the top of my head, I know, I mean, she hasn't, she hasn't moved on yet, but um, Miracle Elves, uh, she's from Ke- okay. Keokuk, Iowa. Um, she's a freshman for us here. She's a high jumper, but um she's come in and she's she's really been she's really been amazing um she's 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 gone through a lot of adversity this this year um and you know she's she's dealt with a lot you know on a personal side but just just Mm. on a you know on a physical side of things I mean she had to have surgery I think a month a month into you know our our training year and and so that kind of set her back um, she didn't really get to train, train for uh, for her event for for high jump until I think maybe maybe January. But I mean, she stayed engaged throughout the entire process. Um, she she was in the weight room. She was she showed up to practice. She was putting the bar up, uh, helping everybody, uh, encouraging everybody. And so um, just to just to watch, you know, everything that she's been that that she's gone through so far this year. Um, and, and then she comes out and, you know, wins, obviously wins a national championship for us and high jump. Um, but I think that she, she's, she's an amazing, she, she's a really talented young lady. I think that that's one, um, you know, one of the ones that, that really comes off um, just off of the top of my head in the four years that I've been here. 
um, you know, she's she's one that, that can I think she'll go on to do some some really big things at the national level. But um we we've had some we've had some uh we we've had some great athletes that, you know, from from the state of Iowa in particular that have come through. But um she's the one that, you know, just when you ask the question that, you know, it, it that's the one that comes off of the top of my head. Sounds like she's another assistant coach with your program there. That she, <laughs> she leads. Yeah. You need oh yeah, she, she's she's awesome. like that though. You need you need team leaders like that, you know, who can Oh yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Most definitely. She she's good. Well well let's talk about your background here. Um you're my first uh long jumper, triple jumper uh, that I've interviewed mm-hmm. on this program. Um so you you said you're from Texas, um, but your background's been mostly in Kansas, you, you, you coached, uh, at the high school level and then garden mm-hmm. city community college for a year. Um, so you, so, you know, Kansas pretty well. Um, anything else I'm missing? You were, uh, one of the best, uh, triple jumpers in school history at Emporia state. Um, all M I A A. Um, how did you get, uh, involved in, in, uh, in track and field then? And yeah, not so away from, not away from not uh, not toward football, which is you know, <laughs> you know, football crazy down there. How did you escape it football is. and go to track and field? Yeah, so so Texas is it's football crazy, but I so I, I originally, I mean, I started playing football when I was ooh probably eight or nine years old. We uh we I think we started playing. That was my first sport was football, and I played football all through high school, but. Um, I got to seventh grade and I didn't really know much about track. Um, uh, I didn't do much summer track. I had friends that did summer track and things like that, but, um, I, I was all football until seventh grade. And then I got to seventh grade and, and, uh, you know, one of my friends, he was trying out for the track team. And so I decided I would go, you know, I would go out with him. And so then I started running and, you know, seventh grade, you try everything. Like you, you try to do, I think I tried pole vault. I think I tried high jump. Uh, we oh, did long and triple. We, <laughs> I think I ran a one, two, 400. I might've run an 800 somewhere in there. And so uh, <laughs> it, it, I think the 800 is kind of where it stopped for me. Like I was like, yeah, coach, this, uh, this is, <laughs> this is enough for me, but um no, I, I think uh, I think seventh grade is kind of where it, it kind of started, and then eighth grade is where I really fell in love with 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 everything. Um, I, I really started jumping a little bit more seriously in eighth grade. I, brought, I think I broke our school record or something like that. In high school, I wanted to. I mean, my my goal when I was a freshman, I wanted to win the state title. I didn't know how hard that was in the state of Texas. You know, I was I was freshman in high school I, I I was just going by the seat of my pants at that point but uh but no I uh I that's when that's when I really fell in love with track uh my freshman year I ended up getting moved up to varsity um and you know I was I was uh I think that that was when I was really locked in and so um I competed all four years I think I I, I qualified for state and long and triple jump um my, through my sophomore through my my senior year of uh of high school and um then i i ended up uh interesting uh, uh, interesting enough um i was recruited by texas a&m coming out of high school um and i went on a visit i did everything uh i loved it i I fell in love with with a&m um committed and then two weeks later coach called me back and and he said that uh, i wasn't gonna be able to to 
he, he wasn't going to be able to offer the scholarship to me because of my grades. My GPA was too low. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> at that point, I was devastated. I didn't know, really know what I was going to do. Um, so I ended up sitting out a year. So I had to I, – I was getting recruited by Emporia State as well, um, mm-hmm. a couple of other Division One schools in Texas. And so, um, you know, the coach at Emporia State at, a, at, at the time, Dave Harris, um, he uh, offered the – you know – for me or to basically put my name out there to a couple junior colleges. Um, and so I didn't, I, I didn't even know anything about junior college at the time. I was so locked in on, you know, going to Texas A&M or not going anywhere, <laughs> anywhere at yeah. that point. And so, um, so I told him, you know, I, I, I declined his offer and, and I ended up sitting out a year. I went to Prairie View A&M um, for a year. Um, and then I ended up, I, I called Coach Harris again and, um, uh, I asked him, you know, if, if, if the offer still stood and, and so he was, he was good about everything. You know, he offered me the same offer from high school, which is rare. Uh, now that, you know, being a coach, uh, you know, but he, he, he trusted, um, you know, me and, and what I could bring to the team. And so he gave me that opportunity. And so I went to Emporia state for four years and, and, and competed at Emporia state for four years, which was amazing. Um, it was it was definitely fun. Um, I, I tell everybody that I talk to, um, being being getting away from home really grew me as a man. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it really helped me mature, uh, figure things out on my own because mom and dad are not right there with you, and they can't drive you to this place or take you here or help you fill out this paperwork or whatever the case is. Um, and shoot, I didn't have Facetime. It wasn't like <laughs> we could no. get on Facetime or anything like that. So. Uh, so, you know, you, you have to figure those things out, but, um, Emporia State was, was really good. That's really what I needed, you know, as a, as a, you know what I mean? As far as my situation was concerned. Um, but I competed there for four years. Um, I made a national team my, my senior year. And so, uh, Coach Harris then approached me after that, after my, uh, after my senior year, the end of my senior year, he approached me. And he asked me if uh, I'd be interested in becoming a GA and, you know, being a GA for the program. And I was done with school. I didn't want anything to, to do with college. Um, yeah. And so I was like, coach, I'm, I'm all right, man. I think I'm just going you know, <laughs> to go ahead and start working and, and, and go that route. And so then I think a month or, or two months later, um, I got approached about a uh, high school coaching job. Um, by uh, Coach Stanbro, who, who's now the distance coach at Emporia State. But um, he approached me about a, a high school job there probably about 15, 20 minutes from campus um, at, at Hartford High School. And so um, I told him, yeah, like, sure, I, I'll, I'll do it as long as I don't have to go to school in order to coach. <laughs> uh, I'm all about it. <laughs> so, um so I took I, I took that position and it was fun. Like I, I think that that was one of the funnest years of of, of my coaching career. Is just just kind of working with. I mean, we had a we had a really small group of kids. I think we had maybe a team of twenty twenty five people, um, okay. and and so we just worked and worked and worked and um, we we had a couple athletes. I think that were runner ups, um, and and you know the the program just continued to grow and so. Um, after that, I moved to Western Kansas. My wife is from Leota, Kansas. And so, um, we were going to be closer to her family. And so I took a, a job working at the YMCA. I was a, I was a sports director at the YMCA in, in Garden City, Kansas. 
And uh, I kind of started splitting my time between um, working. I was allowed to split my time between working and 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 uh, being able to coach at the high school. And so um, I, I ended up I ended up start I started coaching uh, at the at the high school. Um, I coached jumps there, and so um, I, we had a we had a really talented group there. I think I think my second year there, I think we ended up getting three three kids through the state and in the long jump. I think maybe two or three and through and and triple jump on on both sides and both genders. Um, and so that entire program grew. I think we ended up getting fourth, which was the highest team finish um that they had ever gotten in 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 their uh in their school history or their program history um for for track and field there and so that kind of caught caught the uh caught the eye of uh the, the coaches at at the uh, community college um at garden city community college right. there at the time and so um uh and and so uh that's that's kind of that's kind of what, what what pushed me into the college side of things um, I, I ended up getting hired as a volunteer assistant. Um, I, I got hired as a volunteer assistant at Garden City. Um, I worked, and two weeks later, I got moved up to assistant coach. I was a full-time assistant at that point. And so um, I quit my job at the YMCA, and, and then I, I just went straight full-time into, uh, into, into coaching. And so, um, shoot, we started coaching at Garden, and – we kind of started building that program and, and we built and built. And I think my third year, uh, I, I, I finally ended up coaching my first national champion and it was weird enough that it, Denim Rogers, he, he, he amazing athlete. I think he's at Texas tech now. Um, he's my first national champion and he broke the NJCAA record, um, in the, in the indoor heptathlon that year as well. And so, um to 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 be able to kind of go from you know where we were at when I got there at, at Garden City and and grow the program um and you know what I mean bring bring a national champion back to to Garden City and and then the program you know kind of started growing from there um I think that that was that was the the biggest part of like the building process and I had to learn how to 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 kind of you know stay patient and bring in the right athletes and you know kind of what to do in the recruitment process and so that experience was was amazing for me um that that experience being at garden city was awesome the people there are amazing like the people in garden city are 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 are, are really great um people um and so ashley our administrative assistant knew jeremy capo um and that that job came open and so um the, the job here came open. And so I applied and, you know, I, I had an opportunity to go through the, the interview process and, and do everything um, here um, and got through. And, and Jeremy, actually, I was at, uh, I was at a clinic. I was at a, uh, at a coach's clinic in Chicago at the time. And I remember sitting in class and Bushek Snader was, was one of the teachers and, I'm trying to focus on everything that Boo is saying because I think he's the greatest coach in the world, by the way. Um, but okay. I'm I'm trying to focus I'm trying to focus on what he's saying, and in the back of my head, I'm just like I'm just stressed because I'm just like, man, I, am I, am I going to get this job? Am I going to get this job? And I'm waiting on an answer. And so, um, you know, I finally get a phone call from Jeremy. I step out of class, and you know, he he's, he he kind of talks through everything and. Um, he offers me the job and 
So I think I, I, I think I accepted on the spot. I don't even think I talked to my wife, which when she hears when she hears this, she's gonna probably be a little bit mad. But uh, but no, it, it was uh, yeah, I, I got that opportunity, and so I knew it was a, it was a game changer. I, I knew about Iowa Western. I, I, I thought I always thought highly of the program, um, you know, and, and the coaches here and things like that, and so. Um, that was a, uh, that was a, that was, that was a big opportunity for me. And so, um, except, accepted the job here. Um, and I knew that we were going to have a lot of work to do as far as the building process and, and, you know what I mean? Changing the, the yeah. putting in the culture that we wanted. Um, but a lot of that, a lot of the, the building that we did here, a lot of that, you know, a lot of that came from, from what we had to do in garden city, um, I think once I became the head coach in Garden City, I hired Coleman, Colton Coleman, and I told him um, he was a, he, he probably one of the hardest working uh, assistants that that I know in the country. And so uh, I told him I was like, man, if we can be successful here, we can be successful anywhere in the country. Like if we can if we can do it here in Garden City, um, you know, we can we can be successful anywhere. And so I think a lot of the work ethic and a lot of what we did in Garden City. Um, you know, uh, that, those are, that's a lot of the, the work ethic that, you know, we have here at, at uh, in, in Council Plus here at Iowa Western. Um, and so, uh, it's amazing how, you know, different, different stages of your life set you up for something else. And right. so, uh, it's, well, it's, 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 it's been awesome. Well, what's cool about your story is, you know, you did not want to be a coach, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Like you said, in a roundabout way, you know, you, you turn down the GA position and right. just that one chance, you know, you, you, you're the, uh, you know, volunteer assistant with, at that high school and you just, mm-hmm. a spark kind of came and, and, you know, you, you found out you, you, you enjoy coaching athletes and, uh, and it took off from there. But uh, if, yeah. if, if you wouldn't have uh, taken that opportunity, you know, you might be doing something else. Who knows? Uh, director of a YMCA or something else. <laughs> right. Who knows what you'd be doing. Exactly. No, it, it, it is. I I, tell, I think we we talk about it a lot, like how much a lot of things just kind of choose us. And I, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge believer in um, track and field chose me because it's definitely not, you know, I didn't I, I wasn't 10 years old saying I want to be a track and field coach. And even even after college, you know, I wasn't walking around saying, yeah, like, man, I'm going to be a coach when, you know, I, after after everything is over with, I'm just going to keep coaching or whatever the case was. So I thought I was done with track and field. Like once I got about halfway through my right. senior year and, you know, I, I realized like, hey, this this might be it. Like this is probably going to be the last year you're going to compete in any any sports, um, you know, at, at a high level. And so I was I was ready to hang everything up. I was ready to be ready to be done with with, with everything but um what was your, you know what was your degree what was, what was your degree in i was i was a rec degree i i got my um i got my bachelor's in recreation at, at emporia state so yeah. um i was i was set but i tell you what man dealing with uh dealing with seven eight nine year old parents and <laughs> And, uh-huh. and and soccer leagues and and things like that, man. It'll it'll make you change your mind real fast. But um, <laughs> but no, I I was I was ready to be. I was just ready to kind of start working. And and so I I I thank God every day because 
I mean, he brought track into my life. Like I was, like I said, I was a football player and, and when I was younger and even through high school, like I thought I was going to play football, but um, track just kept, kept coming in, kept sliding in. And uh, I got into college and, you know, track was always there and I got done with college and, you know, track was, track just kept being there. And, and um, the sport has just kind of forced its way. It, it, it's really forced its way on me, but I love it. Like I love, I love every day of it. it it's, it's, it's my favorite thing in the world. Like this is, yeah. this is really my dream job. So you didn't know you loved it so much until you got into it. Uh, exactly. Wait, your family, you have a wife, Aaron, and you have uh, three kids, daughter, Avery, and you have two twin sons, Brendan and Kaysen. Are they, are they getting into uh, uh, running and track and field? Are they, oh yeah. Starting to, are they starting to get the track and field bug like you? They, they, they do. They do. They, uh, they have it now. They, this year will be the first year, um, competing competitively. I'll say competitively because we go out to the track and, and they, they jump against each other. They'll they'll go out to the pit and jump and they'll race and things like that. Um, but this year, yeah, this, this year will be their first year to, to actually compete, but um it's it's fun it's fun having them around it um to to have them around they're there uh to to kind of watch how you know how everybody moves and, and things like that i told them you know once it once it starts heating up and things like that like when, when we get out of school we come to track practice and, you know, <laughs> to do everything everybody else does so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna insert them into practice and, and i'm gonna let them go but no, they uh, they they are energetic, man. Like I don't know how these kids have so much energy. Um, they they have a ton of energy, but uh, they it, they they're they're fun. The, my the twins, my little girl, Avery, she's amazing. My wife is a she she that's my uh, that's my backbone because I couldn't do I couldn't do anything with uh, without all of her support. Uh, she's amazing. I, I think tra- track and field husband and husband and wives like they have to have a different level of patience because we're gone so much like if we're not going to our own track meets then we're going to like we're going to recruit and so um she holds down the fort she does she she does a really really great job with um you know just just being just being there for for me and you know just just my career but um you know just just being amazing just being an amazing parent and um, she's a beautiful person. Like uh, it's 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 uh it's fun in our household. It's, it's it's definitely a lot of love. So, but yeah, it they're they're ready to start running. Well, you had a giant uh, celebration when you got home after your uh, indoor championship a year ago. Is that kind of when your kids went, whoa? You know, my dad's kind of, uh, or did they know before then that you know what you did and the full impact of of you as a uh, did they really realize that, or did it uh, did it take winning a national championship to, to kind of realize that for them? Yeah, it, so winning was 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 definitely fun. I think that they really realized, you know, like okay, you know, this is that's legit. I guess you know that this is this is why Dad leaves every weekend and and goes home, and so I mean, that goes home and 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 goes to meets and things like that, and so. Uh, I think that once, you know, I, I they they were able to kind of see the trophy and when they were able to see the ring and things like that, uh, they were just like, Okay, like this is this is really cool and so 
after after about ten seconds, it all wore off, and then they ran off and played Fortnite yeah. or did something like, like that. Kids. But yeah, <laughs> but no, nah, they're, they're they're funny kids. Yeah, they 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 love it. They love to see all the stuff and all the trophies and all of those things. Like it, it's good for them to be around, you know, the success. But I also let them see the failures too, and I let them know that you know everything isn't always peaches and cream. Um, yeah. you know, everything isn't always a win. You know, we don't, we don't always go out and we don't always win every time. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of work that we put in in between and there's a lot of losses in between. And so they, they see both sides of it. They definitely see both sides. And you will be testing that theory this spring. Look forward to following, um, your season as you advance uh, toward NJCA Outdoor Nationals. It's been a fun hour talking to you, Doug. I appreciate yes, your time. Yes, sir. I appreciate season. it. Have a great outdoor season, Doug. Th thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for everything.